legendary. You in the stands, I ain't need no commentary. If you the competition, you gon' get buried. I don't cheat on the game, we gettin' married. Yeah, they gon' know me as legendary. You in the stands, I ain't need no commentary. Ain't no option, ain't no secondary. Yeah, I just throw it out like a Hail Mary. What is up, Royal Fam? It is your host, Sean Rios, and you are now listening to the Royal Talk podcast the best podcast you'll ever listen to or at least i try to make it that way i try to create the best experience on an audio platform that i can and while still trying to be creative so if you are a new listener this podcast is about spiritual wellness emotional wellness mental wellness and physical wellness and you know there might be a little nuance uh between those two or those four realms but at the end of the day, that's kind of what we talk about. That's kind of what the show's about. That's what we build a lot of our foundation on. And so, and with all that, I mean, at the end of the day, it's about improving yourself and making the world a better place. So how can you improve yourself? But now that you improved yourself, how can you make the world a better place? Or not even the world, right? We can start with our friends, our community, the people around us first. Then, you know, as that trickles on us, everyone does it and everyone becomes a community then that's when we really start making a change um, on a large uh, scale and make a huge impact. But that's kind of what this podcast is about. If that's something that you're interested in or you're even like thinking like, hmm, that, that just sounds like an interesting thing or an interesting topic or an interesting purpose for a podcast, then stick around. I will make it worth your while. I promise. Um, today, we got something interesting. It's going to be... You know, we're going to throw in a little lesson in here, a little gems, a lot of gems, but we're also going to give you, um, I'm also going to give you a little background on like what I actually study when it comes to like my personal life and my personal philosophy. A lot of people are curious to sort of what I think or what I believe in and like what's my sort of motto in life or something like that, right? Something along those lines, like what's my philosophy, right? And I, I'm not sure if I would claim a specific philosophy, but there are quite a bit of philosophy that I have studied and looked into. And so, you know, anything that I think that stands out to me while I'm studying this philosophy, I am definitely going to make sure that you guys know as well, like this has helped me and this is good for me. And maybe this is something good for you, you know? So, what we're going to talk about today is a little bit of philosophy, but also, you know, my twist on it and and what I take from that philosophy, right? So, you already know the title. It's a very interesting title, and it's deliberate. It's that way on purpose. And the title is, Every Day We Are Dying, right? And when you first read that, you're like, what do you mean by that? What do you mean that every day we are dying? Isn't that every day we are living? And we're going to get into that, right? Anybody that's asking those questions, we're definitely going to get into that because that is a good question. And I'm going to tell you why we are actually dying instead of living, right? This is going to be a unique, unique take on what we think or what you may think about what you know about living every day or, or quote unquote what I think we are dying every day. But before we get into that, before we get into the sort of the, the meats and grits of the podcast, I want and I have to give you a background on what I had to sort of what inspired me to even say this. Right. And I have to give you sort of like a little history background. So please bear with me. Right. 
there was this Roman philosopher, right? And his name was Seneca. Seneca was a person that believed in Stoicism. And Stoicism is a school of thought. And what Stoicism believes, right, just a very bare bones definition, it really just believes that endurance of pain or hardship without the display of feelings or complaint. That's basically what it is. It's like enduring pain and hardship without display of feelings or without complaint. And so at this basic concept, this is what Seneca believed in. This is his school of thought. And there are many other historical figures that also believed in this philosophy as well. But I want to understand that Stoicism, I want you guys to understand that Stoicism isn't necessarily a belief, right? As, as much as it is actually a philosophy, it is actually more of a practice than it is a concept or belief, right? Because look, think about it. The endurance of pain or hardship without the display of feelings or complaint, without complaint. So it's basically, you know, what we talked about last week with David Goggins with to grow, we must suffer, right? And it's talking about basically what stoicism is. And I guarantee you that David Goggins also believes in some form of stoicism as well, because he knows that when you struggle, you have to struggle and you must get through that, right? Without always complaining. And anybody that knows David Goggins knows that he falls under that. He falls under making sure that he puts himself through suffering and through hardship and he does not complain, right? Everyone knows that. So that's basically what stoicism is. Stoicism is pushing yourself to your limits and, and making sure that you get through the hard things without comp complaining or complaint. Now, again, I don't believe that this thought is perfect. There's always criticism with some sort of ideal or concept. There is always going to be criticism. But this is what Seneca believed in, right? The Roman philosopher, right? And I think the better way to put it as well with Stoicism, another way to think of Stoicism, because that's only one part of Stoicism is the endurance of hardship. But Stoicism also believes that our wealth, our status, our power, and our possessions are not good or bad, right? They don't believe that these things, these external materialistic things are good or bad. And they feel as though it's what we use of these tools. It's how we use these tools that determines whether or not it's good or evil, right? That's, what's, that's what stoicism or people that fall into that belief sort of see life as, right? And they feel as though those things, like wealth, status, power, money, possession, they have no social importance with respect to one another. Because at the end of the day, they believe that we're all equal at our very core, right? We are all human beings. We all have a beating heart, a working brain, a functioning body, right? For the most part, we are all functioning human beings we're all equal on that on that very front and what makes it different right is the value that we put on materials right that's what makes us so different from each other but when you really take away these material if you take away wealth you take away status you take away power you take away possession and reputation you take away all that who are we we're all the same we're all one 
We're all equal, right? We may be our own distinct individuals with our own thoughts and we're in our own emotions, but we're all equal on that front though, right? The reason why there's so divide between us is because of the, the importance that we put on certain things, the importance that we put on wealth, the importance that we put on status, right? I mean, if you look at a society such as the United States, right? Again, these are not bad things. It's just how do we use it, right? Or how do we how do we put how much value that we put in it? But if you look at the the country before the United States, for example, especially in the last two hundred years, there has been a hyper focus on wealth, acquiring wealth, and acquiring status, right? When it comes to the celebrity culture today. Or acquiring wealth, or or some some subset of people that have a fascination for the ultra with uh, ultra rich. These are things that we put on ourselves. These are all perceptions that we have, right? But at the end of the day, we're all equal, right? If you look at the the richest person in the world, which is Elon Musk, and you ask, what is the difference between me and Elon Musk? What you would say is that our wealth are different. Right. But when I ask you on a deeper level, what is the difference between me and Elon Musk? There really is no difference because at the end of the day, we are all equal. And this is what stoicism is, this basic idea that we are all equal. We may be distinct in our in our emotions and in our, in our thoughts. But at the very core, on a macro level, we are all equal. And there have been many famous figures. I told you uh, earlier in this podcast or this episode, there, there have been many figures that have studied Stoicism. And these are figures that you may recognize, right? I'm going to name some figures for you. Thomas Jefferson, he studies Stoicism. He's not my most favorite. <laughs> he's not my most favorite person um, in history for obvious reasons. But I think that he made great contributions to this country and I will not deny that but I digress also Theodore Roosevelt he was also um, a he studied stoicism as well Arnold Schwarzenegger he studies stoicism right Tom Brady he has also studied stoicism right the literally one of the best football players to ever just touch a field ever JK Rowling the author of Harry Potter she also studies Stoicism, right? And you see a little bit of that in her work. Um, Robert Greene, The 48 Laws of Power, the, the author of that book, he also studies Stoicism. And George Washington also studied Stoicism. So like this is something that is a very interesting sort of school of thought. And again, you don't really have to believe in this school of thought, right? I would recommend that you do your own research after this podcast and you really look into like what Stoicism is because it is a very interesting philosophy, right? And you don't have to believe in everything Stoicism is. And I don't believe that every person that studies Stoics or Stoicism comes out the same with the information, right? It really just depends on what how you study it and what you bring out of it and what you see the value in. That's the whole point of it. But it's very interesting, right? So let's go all the way back to Seneca. Seneca, right, the Roman philosopher that I brought in earlier in this episode, right? 
Well, Seneca wrote a book, right? Because I told you that he made contributions to Stoicism. He made contributions to this philosophy. And Seneca wrote a book. And he wrote a book talking about the shortness of living or how we live in a very short life. Like some of us may live long, but we live short lives, meaning that we live lives that just are lack of meaning to him, right? There is no meaning. All we do is chase the materialistic things. All we do is chase the desires of the body, right? We, we just lust after things and we go after it. And he talks about how the way we are living is incorrect, right? He states that death in his book, he states that death is a process. He states that death is a process. And that's interesting, right? Because when you ask somebody what they kind of think of death, they think of death as this one stationary point. They think of death as something in event so far away that they don't understand that, no, it's not far away. Death can be right here. It can be the next second from now. It can be two days from now. It can be 10 years from now. It can be 30 years from now. You don't know. But yet, what we do know is that you're dying. And what he argued was that we're dying because time. Time is the harbor of death. That's what he would say. And he says that when we say that we are living every day, what we're actually doing is lying to ourselves. And I believe I 100% I agree, right? When we tell, when we tell and we say to ourselves, every day I'm going to live or you only live once, you are referencing that death is this one stationary event and that you should squeeze in as much desires as you can in order, before you die, right? But what he's saying is that that's the wrong way to look at it, right? You should work every day to be your best self. You should work every day to improve, to get 1% better, to figure out something and to get better and to become a master of that. Because he said, and I agree, that death is not a stationary place. Death is not far away. Death is with us at this very moment. As you're listening to me, you cannot get these 15 minutes back, right? You cannot get these 15 minutes back or however long I'm going right now. So what now? You're always dying. Dying is a process. The key is to what are you doing as you are dying, right? Imagine this. Let's do a thought experiment. Let's, this is definitely not real, and I hope that <laughs> this doesn't happen to any of you, right? But what if you have a chronic illness suddenly, right? You went to a doctor, and you found out that you have this chronic illness, and you only have 12 months to live. What would you do? What would you do? Would you continue to be living the life that you are living now? Or would you live life differently? Would you be a little bit more ambitious? It really depends, right? I mean, this is something that you really have to ask yourself, right? 
That's the question that we must ask ourselves. Are you living to your best life? When you die, wherever that may be, it could be today, it could be tomorrow, it can be 10 years from now, far away from, oh, sure, it can be far, but we never know, right? But we do know that death is a process. We're dying every day because we'll never get time back. And if we can never get time back, we are dying at the end of the day. If we can never get time back, if you can't get these 15 minutes back, we are dying. We, we cannot go back in time. As soon as we are born, we're put on a time limit. We don't know what that time limit is, right? But we know we're on a time limit. So would you rather see death as a stationary place, as something far away so that you can justify your actions, justify your, your deeds, or you see life as something that you are dying every single day. You are living a life where you cannot get your life back. You cannot get yesterday back. So what are you doing today to secure tomorrow? Hmm? What are you doing today to secure tomorrow? Death is a everyday process. We all die. We're all dying every day because we'll never get our time back. Death does not lie off in the distance. It is with us right now. So now you're asking, what do we do? What do we do about it? I get it, Sean. You know, we're dying every day and death is not stationary. So what the hell do we do? And I believe the answer is simple. You live. You live every day. You live to the fullest Whatever that means to you, do not fall for the, the superficial things in life. The superficial things that we consider and that we put value on because society tells us to put value on. Yes, there are importance to certain things, right? There are things that are considered a tool, like money, for example. But money shouldn't be your main motivator in life. It shouldn't be your main philosophy because money is blinding. It is extremely blinding. Lust, sex, right? Sex is neither good or bad. But again, it can be extremely blinding for the individual. And if your philosophy in life is all you want is more and more sex, then you are not living because all those things are superficial. It is. It's neither good or bad. What is What we determine is good or bad is how we use money, how we treat sex, how we use power, how we use our possessions. Those are what we determine what we think is good or evil. But those things in its very self, its very essence, it is neither good or bad, but it's how we use it. And what Stoics, what the school of thought believes is that you have the ability to choose. Kind of what we talked about last week. You have the ability to choose your suffering. You can either live a life to where you think that you are living every day and so that you, you kill your body and you kill your mind with negative choices and negative habits or 
you flip it around and you say, every day I'm dying. Every day I'm losing time. Time that I can never get back. Back with my family, back with, with, with ever that you hold dear. That is something that's going to keep you grounded past all the superficial shit. Past all that. What look deep within yourself? And look, I'm not talking from, from my high horse here. It's not like I mastered the world and I have this newfound wisdom. No, 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 no. I'm in the same boat as you. I'm just a student of life, right? I will never claim that I am some master at it, right? And any person that says that is a fool, an absolute fool. If one claims that he's the master of life, I am a student and I will always be the student. Every day we are dying. Every day. And I want this to sit with you. I want this to really sit with you because it's something that will either encourage you or discourage you. It's really, I believe, one or the other. Right? When I tell you that every day we are dying, it's either discouraging or encouraging. And again, it depends on how you look at it. You have that choice, though. You have that choice to rather to look at this, to look at this concept and see it as encouragement or you see it as discouragement. But it's all up to you. At the end, it's all up to you. But remember, we never get our time back. The time it took you to get this to get finished with this podcast, you'll never get it back. But I hope that this was time worth wasting. Because every day we waste time. But are you wasting it on the right things? Are you wasting it on things that can help you? Things that can add value to your life? Or are you wasting it on things that take away the value of life? Let that sink in. Let that sink in. Again, stoicism is not a concept or belief. It is a practice. It's an everyday thing. And again, if you are interested in this type of school of thought, I know I, I know I brushed over a lot of things, right? Anybody that may listen that studies stoicism, you know, there are a lot of things that I missed. It's such a, a big philosophy, a br very broad philosophy. And I really wanted to condense it so that the listeners can understand the concept of this episode. But if you want to learn more, there are great sources out there that talk about stoicism and there are great authors and um many people provide sort of like a good foundation a general idea what stoicism is if if you want if you're interested in that right if you're interested in that but if you really found this podcast valuable please share the podcast that is how we grow and i thank each and every one of you for spending the time in listening to what i have to say and i love you all and I will see you next week. Peace. Music bed.